Want to know the trick that most peak performers tend to neglect that will have you performing better than ever in no time? Stop trying so hard. American sprinter Michael Johnson was an anomaly for researchers to try to figure out and pinpoint for the longest time until they came up with a hypothesis about what was making him perform so great. You see, Johnson would often start his races behind all of the other runners and it would only be towards the end of the race that he would really take the lead and then win. And really it came down to looking at each runner's face and the different levels of strain that were on their face as they went throughout the race. Where most sprinters would get off to a fast start and then grit and grimace their teeth towards the end of the race, Johnson looked as calm and consistent from the beginning to the end of the race. And this was something that he consistently practiced throughout his career. So the researchers started to notice that his pace wouldn't falter one bit as the race continued on. And this is where they started to come up with the 85% rule. So upon further testing of this 85% rule, the researchers came to the conclusion that for peak performers, going at 85% of your all out effort actually leads to more consistent and better performance than trying to give 100% all of the time. When you look at some of the top performers in the world, one of the most common occurrences is that they keep their cool the most when the pressure is on. So staying relaxed during an all-out effort seems to be the key to sustaining peak performance. And this even applies with flow states. We see the Mavericks shine and really come through with their performance after that initial struggle phase has gone through. The struggle phase consists of those higher stress hormones like adrenaline and norepinephrine, and we have to get through that in order to see the release of more of the positive neurotransmitters that help to create the full chemical cocktail of the flow state. This really becomes the yin and yang of peak performance and present moment awareness that becomes the harmony of the flow state. So how can we practice this for ourselves? First off, start by not trying so hard and see how it feels for yourself. You can write this down or observe it. It may be challenging to do at first, so I would recommend that you either use a partner to judge your effort or also record yourself on video if that's easier for you so that you can compare how you're performing. Kelly Starrett refers to this as not making a pain face and we see this in a lot of other sports as well. You can picture Michael Jordan with his tongue sticking out as he jumps for a last second three-point shot or drives to the basket. Also in Olympic weightlifting, we see the athletes doing a lot of really interesting things with their faces in order to try to maintain some level of relaxation. You can make all kinds of funny faces, just don't try to grin and bear it. The more relaxed you can be, the deeper you can get into the flow state and the greater your performance can become. And so regardless of what you have to do, don't try to strain so much. So smile through it and stay calm. Keep the body loose and the mind sharply focused. This is the way of flow. This is how you get to that deeper level of peak performance and also get into more of that deep embodiment where you become one with your environment. Remember that when our bodies tighten up, we become the resistance. A similar performance boost that we are starting to see become more popular and trendy 
is around nasal breathing. For most of us, it's extremely challenging and uncomfortable to try to just breathe through our nose when we are performing at a very high output. But endurance coaches like Brian McKenzie are showing and suggesting that this is really the way to handle a higher level of endurance and performance long-term because it's not necessarily a lack of oxygen, but more so an intolerance to carbon dioxide, which is what makes us feel so uncomfortable during nasal breathing. And getting better at nasal breathing will keep you out of that red zone sympathetically and help to balance more of the parasympathetic nervous system while you're performing at a high output, which is ultimately going to increase your performance. So another common question with this is how does it relate to strength sports? As much as we see the athletes that are performing these world-shaking lifts grit their teeth or really put a lot of tension into it, some of the best performances we've ever watched have come from athletes who have remained relatively calm and kept a smile on their face throughout the heaviest lifts we've ever seen. Think of Benny Magnuson deadlifting 1,020 pounds or when Zadrunas log-pressed 500 pounds overhead. Both of them had smiles on their faces. A lot of athletes now in the strength world are using mouthpieces during lifting as a way to keep their jaws aligned more properly, which helps with the nervous system performing as best as possible. And while these mouthpieces keep the jaw tight, it's not the same as gritting down because it's allowing the mouth to stay open and relaxed and the tongue to stay in a more proper position for that relaxed style of breathing as well as positioning. And so we actually see an increase in performance and it may help to use a mouthpiece as a way to practice this style of not needing to grit down quite as much. And by using these mouthpieces, we also tend to nasal breathe better and also are able to brace our cores better for those heavier lifts. If you're not used to lifting with a mouthpiece, I would encourage you to practice quite a bit before you ever try to use it in competition because it can cause a little bit of a distraction or throw you off if you're not used to it. One thing is that sensation of having something in your mouth may cause you to initiate a bit of a gag reflex and you definitely don't want anything like that distracting you during competition. So get really well acquainted with it first. So now you're ready to perform, not like a savage, but like a world-class athlete that is using graceful excellence and keeping a calm composure to perform at their very best when the pressure is on the most. So remember that 85% rule and test it out for yourself and see how it improves your performance for the better. As always, thank you for listening to the Flowcast. If you like listening to this podcast, be sure to jump on over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. It really helps to get the podcast out to more people and download a few of the most recent episodes that will also help to extend our reach. And of course, as always, thank you to Flow Spa for sponsoring this podcast. Flow Spa is Peter Bro's wellness and float therapy center offering the float tank experiences, as well as massage therapy, infrared sauna, contrast therapy, and the Normatec recovery system. And also a big shout out 
to Josh the Musician, Josh Cook, who created the intro teaser for the Flowcast. You can find him at joshthemusician.com.